Welcome to another episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. So if you're listening to this and you listen to our podcasts every week or you're listening to this in order, you may have noticed that we skipped a week. I know that no amount of apologies that I can give will be sufficient and that I I do sincerely apologize for the emotional trauma that you're all inevitably feeling. Yusuf and I have been battling some pretty busy schedules and in some cases, some, some colds, some, some bouts of man flu. We'll be updating that in an upcoming episode. But for today, I wanted to read an article or provide an audio version of an article that is, I think, the most liked and shared article we've ever posted on the website. It's something that I wrote back in 2015. And I think it's something that is very applicable to at least consider at this time of year. You're listening to the Propane Fitness Podcast, your ultimate resource for fat loss and muscle gain with none of the gimmicks. With your hosts, Yusuf and Johnny. Simple rules, dramatic results. So at the time of recording, it's the 17th of December, 2017. And in a week or so, a lot of the fitness world will turn its attention to setting New Year's resolutions And for the most part, those goals tend to focus around fat loss and more specifically, leanness or chasing the goal of getting leaner, achieving a certain physique or achieving a certain look. And back in 2015, I'd I'd just finished dieting really, or I, I was in a reverse dieting phase. I'd been in a calorie surplus for a decent chunk of time for probably the first time in my, in my fitness life, the longest I'd ever been pursuing performance improvement or muscle gain without any interruptions through uh, the desire to get leaner again. And I suppose it gave me a a sense of clarity over the nature of pursuing leanness, the nature of fat loss as a goal, and how it can sometimes be a little bit darker than some people initially perceive, and also how the goal and its pursuit can sometimes not really provide the fulfillment and the happiness that some people think it will. So I just wanted to caveat before I even begin this, that while this article is in some ways negative towards the goal of fat loss, it's still something that we recommend a lot of people pursue. And I realized that that might seem a little bit contradictory, but I think the real thing that I wanted to share in this article is that these are my realizations and revelations as a result of dieting for a sustained period of time. Now, I don't recommend that everybody diets for as long as I did or get as lean as I did, but I do think that these realizations, while you listen to this and may think, hey, that's interesting, Johnny, you'll probably never really resonate with the message until you've experienced it yourself. So I suppose take it as a cautionary tale, take it as something to bear in mind as you are dieting or if you are setting goals, and also just take it as something that, you know, if it's if it resonates with you, try, try and get to that realization or, or see if it's true for you by, by experiencing this stuff yourself. So don't just take my word for it. In terms of the, the protocol that we actually recommend for 99% of people we work with, it does initially begin with a fat loss phase. So for most people, if they feel that leanness is a limitation in any way psychologically, we actually take them through a process whereby they tend to reach this realization themselves. But really this article, I think is it was so popular when we posted it because it's something that is not very often spoken about and a message that I really wanted to share. So the following is a reading of the article called Why I Stopped Caring About Leanness. It's available on propanefitness.com. If you're listening to this podcast on the website, then you'll also be able to see the article beneath. So if you like the article, if you like this podcast, and you think there is someone that you know who would benefit from the message, someone who is 
caught in the in the depths of dieting, then please give the comment a like, share it, send it to a friend, help us spread this message. So, tell me why. Silence. You've been at this for 22 weeks now. Don't you think it's time you stopped? The prominence of the coffee machines were highlighted my surprise at the question. Now that I think about it, I don't even know why I'm doing this. Yusuf and I were discussing our plans moving forward for diet and training, and I was furiously chasing 5% body fat. I'd been dieting for 22 weeks, and progress was starting to slow. We sat in a small coffee shop, mulling over carb timing, de novo lipogenesis, and the pros and cons of keto. I sat staring past Yusuf's shoulder into, the, into space as he spoke, thinking about how great it would be to finally reach my goal, about how I could finally eat to the point of being properly full for the first time in months. When he asked me why, it caught me off guard. Was it for myself? For other people? Who was I even trying to impress? And why did I even care? I've been so caught up in the specifics, grams of carbs, numbers of refeeds, minutes of cardio, that I totally lost sight of why, what I was even chasing and why I was even putting myself through this. I was even so focused on some intangible goal in the future that I couldn't stay present enough to discuss how to get there. For the majority of my training life, I thought that lean meant you were successful. The gold standard. Influenced by magazines, fitness websites, and Photoshop versions of my dehydrated idols, I decided that to be truly content, I needed to be as lean as I could be. The insidious thing is, looking back, I'd been really lean for weeks. By the time I even turned to Yusuf for help, and in reality, I'd surpassed any initial expectations of how lean I could get, yet I still kept on pushing. Why did I care? Simple, but hard to admit. I cared what others thought of me. Don't we all? With predictable consistency, we rate our lives against those of others and focus on the majority of our actions to impress our peers. We choose the clothes we wear, the cars we drive, the jobs we work, even the people we sleep with based on what we think our friends and family will think. If I manage to get really lean, my friends will envy how I look and of course I'll be more attractive, won't I? Who doesn't want that? I'll be so happy and life will be amazing. I was chasing approval not from myself, but from others. I was hungry, tired, suffered mood swings, low sex drive, loss of strength, lack of quality sleep, and an all-consuming food focus. What's worse, as I got leaner, and even after I'd unveiled a full set of abs, all I could see was how I wasn't quite at my goal yet. The progress I'd made evaded my thoughts as I critically evaluated why I couldn't lose those last few pounds. Three years on from the end of this diet, and I've drastically changed how I feel about leanness. I've stopped caring. Am I miserable and upset with how I look? The opposite. In fact, Yusuf and I often discuss the last few years of our training careers as being the equivalent of enlightenment as far as fitness is concerned. Below, I'll explain a little of what I've learned from my journey. Exaggerated impressions. The obvious starting point is to examine where we all obtain this idea that being lean is desirable from. Fitness models serve as the constant reminder that society has an expectation of how we should look an attractive ideal that we should all pursue, and they're everywhere. Obviously, in the fitness sphere itself, lean photos appear on the sidebars of most websites and shredded abs smother protein tubs. But now, lean fit physiques can be seen in pop media, heat, and even Heat magazine even have a torso of the week feature just to remind women and men that there is a standard for a male's body. I must just quickly say, I have no idea whether Heat Magazine still has Torso of the Week, but it was relevant at least in 2015. It's also rare, read, never the case, that you can see a less than lean model on the cover of FHM. Of course, the degree to which this is the case depends on your social sphere. 
I can't imagine the guy jogging every day around the block is trying to look like Ronnie Coleman, for example. Most guys desire leanness while holding on to decent levels of muscle mass, the beach body look. Robert Riches, pictured in the article, is perhaps on the extreme end of what most guys target when pursuing an ideal physique. Hello, Johnny here. Just a short interruption to this episode. I know what you're thinking. This show was brought to you by none of that. Trust me, we have something completely free, something to give you today. So we're aware that you guys who've been listening to our podcast, you've heard before us talk about the show notes and other places to go to download things from propanefitness.com. But we want to give those of you who listen to our podcast something completely different, something completely unique that we don't provide anywhere else. So we want to give you something that is actually a membership area or a membership portal where we have loads of free goodies, some downloads, some things to watch, some trainings, and some free presentations that we want to give you all bundled together completely free. All you have to do is go to propanefitness.com forward slash gift. There's no email opt-in. There's no enter your email and receive this. It's completely obligation free. You just enter your email, enter your username rather, and your password, and then you'll be sent login details. So completely free. In there, we have some training on the 3i formula. That's the framework that we use with all of our coaching students and loads of other free goodies. So that's propanefitness.com forward slash gift. Head over there now pick up your free training and we hope you enjoy. Hope you enjoy the rest of this episode and we'll speak soon. The strong is the new skinny movement on Instagram has even moved the bar for what is considered attractive for most women. The likes of Michelle Lewin, again pictured in the article, have popularized an image of lean and moderately muscled while simultaneously living the life of her dreams via a social media lens. There are obvious issues in using such images as a target, even as an ideal. Potential drug use, photoshopping, um, breast augmentation, come on Rob, it's obvious, tend to be pushed to the back of our psyche as we peruse our shredded idols as they run through sunny fields, holding hands and singing the sound of music. It doesn't take a genius to work out that the kind of conditions presented in photo shoots is transient at best. After all, if your career relied on looking a certain way, you'd want to do everything you could to appear as lean as possible. Typically, models use some kind of peaking strategy to attain a certain look, and images, certainly those above, receive post-production editing to enhance the model's appearance, and this is, the be this is before the perfect conditions of pumping up and downwards lighting. Don't get me wrong, this is an industry, and it's profit-driven. Nowhere do they say that these images represent a natural athlete who looks like this all the time. It's simply our impressions that create this idea. So some would argue that the source of this issue is exaggerated impressions that were shown in the media. A lot of the time, we're trying to look like someone else so that we can be sure we're fitting in that we can be finally defined as attractive to the opposite sex. We're trying to look exactly like our idols and this will never happen. Rob and Michelle have a certain genetic makeup and they're being chosen for these photos for a very good reason. At this condition, they look impressive and they create the right image. We have no comfort over the lens used to produce these photos and we also have no idea how much or little time and effort Rob and Michelle put in to get there. It could be that their blessed genetics make these easy feats for them. Or more likely, it's a full-time job and it requires everything they've got to give, not something that most of us can afford or would want to do. The darker side of leanness. Now, I've never been as lean as a fitness model, nowhere near in fact, but the above condition represents roughly where I was at when Yusuf and I spoke. Again, there's a photo in the article, for those of you who want to check it out. If someone had shown me this photo at the start of my diet, I would have believed that as a result of the physical change, I would have experienced a great sense of achievement and reward. I would have expected that my quality of life would have greatly improved. 
In fact, I can vividly remember my mindset at the time the photo was taken. I was up early, 6 a.m., because hunger pangs had woken me up. I looked noticeably lean that morning, so of course, that meant a photo opportunity to chart my progress. I ensured the appropriate lighting, captured a few progress shots, and proceeded to critique how I still had some way to go. I felt tired, low, and incredibly hungry. All I could think about was food and how the diet would end soon, even though no one was making me do it. What kept me going was the thought of reward. When I reached my goal, mainly sugar-coated triple chocolate rewards. The photo in the article following on from this represents the progress that I'd made over four years by this point. It represented lots of learning and experimentation and lots of effort that in hindsight wasn't needed. Looking back at the photos, I can clearly recognize the drastic changes I've made and how, if anything, I was too lean to sustain. I made this comparison photo at the end of my diet, ready to post as an article, but I didn't. I didn't because it was my belief that I could still be leaner, that I could still make the comparison even more impressive. The point is that I was unable to, sm to step back and smell the roses. I was chasing a moving target. When you're pursuing leanness, there is no real hard data. I tried as much as I could to objectify the progress and the process. I weighed myself regularly, took comparable progress photos along the way in similar lighting, and even went to lengths of getting skin fold measurements. The reality is that none of these things are shown in the images we see of others. I had 5% body fat in my head because it was discussed as being the target for super lean, yet according to the skin folds, don't get me started on their inaccuracy, I've been under 5% for quite some time. I was still chasing an image, an idea that I had in my head that I couldn't define. What no one tells you about dieting is that as soon as you start, you lose any ounce of objectivity. What you consider as lean on day one will be vastly different to what you think after 10 weeks. You move your own target so that it was always just out of reach and continue to spiral down a never-ending cycle. I was waiting to see something that would confirm for sure that I'd reached my goal so that I would know I'd made it. This never came. It took a hefty dose of objective thinking from Yusef to get me to start adding calories back in again. Enter Helms. After the conversation with Yusef, I decided I needed a more regular source of objectivity. I went in search of a coach online and stumbled across 3DMJ and Eric Helms. I've now been working with him for almost three years. He started my reverse diet, walked my calories up gradually, and suggested that I try my hand at powerlifting. Watching my leanness slowly fade was tough, but the strength gains I made compensated for that fact. I was making some real progress in the gym for the first time in years, and shifting weights I'd never thought possible. But more importantly, my food focus began to dissipate, my hunger levels normalized, and like someone had pulled a ripcord, I finally felt myself feel a new lease of energy. Binary, not scalar. When I looked in the mirror, I could clearly see that I was nowhere near as lean. I remember being on several holidays around the pool with most of my friends, waiting for someone to comment, oh my God, Johnny, you've like lost all your leanness, bruh. <laughs> Again, that was relevant in fitness talk at the time. No one even noticed. A year of calorie surplus, and eating what I wanted, and no one even cared. The thing is, what we think other people think of our physique is wrong. We think that everyone has a scalar impression of how we look, that at the tiniest bit of progress will be noticed by anyone. Well, this couldn't be further from the truth. We're viewed by others in a binary fashion. We're typecast. In this world, if you give even a small amount of care and attention to your health and physique, more than likely, your friends, family, and loved ones will consider you to be in shape for them you've ticked that box as far as they're concerned. Sure, there'll be some who criticize you, but I think it's worth considering. 
Is someone who functions on such a shallow level worth your time and effort? Getting lean will not make you happy. Getting really lean is an interesting experience. I learned a lot about my willpower, discipline, and ability to blindly pursue a goal without thinking about it. But it didn't do what I thought it would. I gained no sense of achievement, no elevated sense of happiness, and not a single one of my friends even noticed my progress. The greatest sense of reward I've ever experienced as a result of my fitness pursuits is embodied in the above photo. The photo is of me pulling 285 as a deadlift at the European Championships back in 2015. I'd lost any sight of visible abs. I didn't care at all about how I looked. I'd pursued strength with zero focus on my body composition for nearly two full years and I'd never felt more reward. I'd pulled 285, a weight I'd never thought possible for the British team in the European Championships and the experience was so rich it nearly brought me to tears. Am I saying that everyone should be a powerlifter? Not at all. I am saying that getting lean gave me nothing except a food focus and tiredness. I'm saying that fitness and all it encompasses has a lot to offer, not just change how you look. Focusing on leanness to the detriment of life, meals out with friends and drinks with the family is not worth it. After all, in the end, all we are is an amalgam of our experiences. Do you really want this to be a sequence of photos taken in downlighting and missed social opportunities just because you sacrificed to win? That said, it's hard to describe fire unless you've been burned. I'm not suggesting that you never chase leanness as a goal. In fact, there are many sports and pursuits that even require it. Simply that you should be aware of the above in doing so if you're trying to get lean for its own sake or because you think it will make you happy. I would never have changed my perspective unless I tried to get lean first. It can be sometimes your own experiences that have the longest lasting impact on your thinking, not just what you read in an article. I'm now in a much more productive place with diet and training because of my previous leanness pursuits, but I don't believe I'll ever pursue leanness for its own sake again. Hey, Johnny again, hope you enjoyed that episode of the Propane Fitness Podcast. Just a short reminder, if you're listening to this, driving in your car and you're thinking, man, I really wish I had a reference that they made in minute five or 10 or whatever to that thing that they were talking about. Well, we've, we put together show notes for these podcasts every single week. We give you timestamps, we give you links to things we talk about, and we also give chances to grab free things, bonuses, etc. So head over to propanefitness.com and grab the show notes for this episode over there. Also, if you want to be notified of these podcasts when they come out, if you want free subscribe, subscriber-only benefits, stick your email address in and grab our free downloads, one of the many free downloads if you go to propanefitness.com and the homepage. There's a big red banner on the top of the website. Pick up that free ebook, that free download, and we'll send you emails whenever a new podcast is available. Just one short reminder as well. As you are a podcast listener, you have access to our exclusive free gift that is available nowhere else. And that is at propinfitness.com forward slash gift. Shh.